0: To America Eurovision Cast, a podcast where a very American couple discusses the very European Eurovision Song Contest. Join us as we celebrate diversity with the best, the worst, and the weirdest that the Eurovision Song Contest has to offer. We are the American couple. I'm Meg,
1: and I'm Lucas. And this week, uh, we've kind of you know had some time to go through the songs. Now that we've actually previewed all of them. Kind of let them you know soak in a little bit, process them, and we're going to talk about our top tens. Yes, and some other things like related to that kind of stuff. But really, the big focus is what are our top tens. So let's just get right to it. Sure. Unless is there any big news you know of?
0: Uh, no, not that I know of. I probably the biggest news is that uh, at least in America, the album is available on Google Music. Oh, Uh, I purchased the Google Play Mm -hmm. album and downloaded it. And so we've been listening to that a lot. Um, And I believe the physical copy is going to be in the store in about a week uh, if you're buying from the Eurovision official store. But at least for us, we were able to get the digital version, which is so much easier than it used to be. Mm -hmm. I definitely remember one year where we had to like somehow get it from Germany like, it was, oh, yeah, it was, it was this was whole weird. workaround. It was very odd. So it was really nice to just go into Google Music. You're like, yours in 2017. Yes, I would like to buy this album. Download it. Yay. So if you, too, want to buy the Eurovision album, and you can buy the tracks individually as well, I think. But it is available.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. And, and we were on a car trip today for a while. Yeah. And... We spent a good chunk of that time listening to these songs again. We did. Right.
0: We did. Yeah. Which is sort of what we do.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it's that's, that's not unusual for us on car trips to be listening to Eurovision. Right. That's why we do this podcast, really.
0: But it was really nice oh. to um, have this year's to listen to. Right. Because that helps us to get a little more familiar as well. Mm-hmm. So our top 10 list, I guess that said, uh, our top 10 lists come with the caveats that we did this earlier in the week,
1: right? Um,
0: they are subject to change. They may have already changed,
1: right? Oh, slightly. absolutely. Because uh, you no, know, one important thing to remember about these top ten lists is that we're not trying to predict what the top ten no. are going to be. I we already have the bookies. Honestly, if you asked me to predict the top ten, I would say look at the bookie list. The top ten are probably the top ten because these people have money on it. Right. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to trust them over me. Uh, no, these are just like kind of the top ten where when we were listening through, these were the ones that stood out to us. Yeah. Uh, so let you know a little bit m- about my process because this is the kind of person I am, uh, I went through and I just chose one of the songs at random. It ended up it was um, Belgium City Lights. Right? And then I went and listened to all the others and just said, do I like this more or less than Belgium City Lights? And just kind of sorted things. It ended up Belgium City Lights was about in the middle for me. So that ended up eliminating half. So already I know you know these 20 songs are not going to be in my top 10. Uh, the other ones, then I started by pairing them up. So between these two ones, which do I like better? These two, which do I like better? And then I took each of the sets of pairs. and said, Okay, amongst these four, right, which one do I like best? And and so on. Uh, to finally narrow down to my top 10.
0: I don't do processes? Mm-hmm. Uh, my personality is radically different from yours in that way. Right. I do not care about processes or outlines or methods or I know you're shaking your head at me. I just, I can't, I can't do it. So it's
1: chaos.
0: Yeah. So I just started with the first one in the playlist. Sure. And then any of them that I really liked, I typed down. Right. And then I went back to those. Uh, I think it ended up being like fifteen or something like that. Oh, that's pretty good. And um and then put them in the correct order or watch them again and then decided to do the correct order mm-hmm. just from watching them. Right. So Yeah. I just I just did it. I didn't think about it. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I will say after I like, you know, got together my entire list, I did go through and listen to the top ten another time to mm-hmm. kind of see how stable it was. And yeah, it actually changed already. Yeah. Oh, when I listened to it that second time. So. Yeah. So
0: yeah, we're not we're not going to put blood on these or anything. Oh no. no.
1: <laughs> and we know like after the contest is over, we know that things kind of switch around. The one that I'm thinking of from a few several years ago at this point Rockefeller Street. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think I appreciated that much leading up to the contest yeah. or in the contest. I don't know that I paid much attention leading up to the contest at that point because it was fairly early on for us. Um but after the contest. We, we declared that our retroactive oh, yeah. winner because mm-hmm. we love the song. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so this kind of thing might happen again. So all to say account for our moodiness. <laughs> These may change. They might have already changed. Right. Okay. So how do you want to do this? You just want to each do our top 10s? Or do you want to go bottom up for each? Uh,
0: let's, let's go bottom up for each, I guess. Alright.
1: Sure. Well then for me... Uh, coming in at number 10 is Israel. You remember Israel had kind of that dance tune going. I forget the title of the song, which which is why it's at the bottom of my top 10. <laughs> but they kind of had that um, dance tune going. It was the guy who's been a background dancer for several years. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, with I just, his street party.
1: Yeah, with his street party. Exactly. Where he's going to have to drastically reduce the size of the street party in the stage uh, show. I
0: feel alive.
1: That's it. Yeah. Uh, this,
0: is, this is not just I just... Feel Alive, it's, the song is called I Feel Alive.
1: Right, right. Well, I'm glad that you also feel alive, right. I hope. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that one I think it just struck me as kind of a fun song, so I made mm-hmm. it into my top ten.
0: Um, the last on mine was actually Australia.
1: Mm. Don't Come Easy. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought this was going to be higher. Yeah. And I, actually, this one may have dropped off my top ten by now. I'm not, I'm not positive, but um, it's good, mm-hmm. but the more I listen to it, the less... The more I realized it wasn't as stand outish, sure, as I thought it was. So I still really like his, voice. but it voice. don't
1: come easy and it don't come cheap.
0: I I know, like I still really like his voice and I still really like the drama of it. Mm-hmm. But when I started going back through some of the old ones and comparing it to stuff, it just it wasn't quite enough to get past number ten. Mm-hmm. So Australia number ten for me.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, now my number nine. And this is way disagreeing with the bookies. I would note, I put San Marino there. It's the San Spirit Marino. of the Night, yeah, because I actually really enjoyed that song.
0: It is catchy. It's very really yeah. catchy.
1: Yeah, I think it's funny for me because like I kind of have songs that are somewhat similar at certain points in my top ten list. So here, like the bottom two are kind of these you know catchy dance tunes. Like Spirit of the Night and then I Feel Alive are, are both kind of in that same category. Uh, between them, I decided I liked Spirit of the Night a little bit more, so it made it into my number nine slot.
0: Number nine for me was uh, Finland with Blackbird.
1: Uh, I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a good. One. I think you ranked it higher than I did. Actually. I did.
1: <laughs> I did. We'll get to it.
0: We'll get to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I've liked Blackbird since since the. I mean, it was one of the very first right. songs that we heard. Mm-hmm. Um. It's real simple, but it's real haunting. I, yeah, Yeah. I still and she she just does a good job with it. So
1: right, yeah, I think haunting is the right yeah. word for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, my number eight was Australia. Ah, okay. So I ranked it a little bit higher than yours. Uh, I do know when I first put this top ten together, and then went through and gave it a second listen. Australia originally was my number ten, yeah. kind of like on your list, but then it rose up above the dance tunes because I realized I actually like it better than those so it actually went up a couple spots for me so i think it's kind of funny that australia is moving in opposite directions right? for us but yeah yeah well
0: but round, i mean but still you know round right about the same place right like the,
1: around the bottom of the top 10
0: yeah uh mine my number what is that seven we we're in seven eight. eight my eight my number eight was uh romania with yodel it. Which I'm pretty sure, no, is not on your list
1: at all. Well, yeah, it's not on my top 10. It's probably in my top 20. Yeah. Uh, I think it made that far. Um, I enjoy the song, too. Now, why is it in your top 10?
0: It's in my top 10, because every time I listened to it, I realized it made me happy. Mm -hmm. And I just kept being impressed with the way... The styles melded together. Okay. And with her range, like, how very clear she is. Right. Because it's hard. It's hard to go, like, up and down the scale the way she does without scooping, you know, or right. without... Slur- and she's very crisp and clear with her transitions. But yeah.
1: oh, she's a very good yodeler. Very good yeah.
0: yodeler. And that is that interesting kind of yodel singing, too. Right. That I kind of like. Um, and it just made me happy. Like, I just really like it. It's a, It's a fun song.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. No, that was one... I guess for me, the styles didn't blend together well enough to make mm. the top 10. Uh, I guess I was just less impressed by that. Well, it's we also
0: true that I think I like that
1: true. more than you do. Right. Yeah. For me, I think when she was yodeling, I was enjoying it. When he was doing his thing, uh, I, I was not enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. So that was enough to knock it off my top 10. Uh, now, for my number seven, here's one that you have in your list. Uh, it's Finland. Mm, yep. Right. So Blackbird. Uh, yeah, that was one. Boy. One of the first we listened to, mm-hmm. and you know there there are lots of these songs like happened with me with Israel here as we were recording. Mm-hmm. You know I've not listened to it enough to remember immediately what it is. Mm-hmm. Finland, that is not the case. Yeah. Like ever since we listened to it, like that first or second time, I have remembered how that song has gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I like it.
0: Yeah, I like Finland. Finland. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven for me was Belgium City of Lights or City, City Lights, City of Lights. One of those. Yeah. Um, and that was a surprise to me because mm-hmm. I know when we first went through it, I don't think I was terribly impressed. Right. But that, that is one that has kind of kept coming back. Like mm-hmm. every time it comes up, like that's, I really like her voice. I really like this song. Mm-hmm. And it just kept, whenever I kept comparing it to things, I was like, you know, I do like it better than Blackbird. I do like it better than Yodel. It. Mm-hmm. So it managed to hit, Right around number seven for me. And I think that's probably staying there. It might mm-hmm. it might have jumped up a spot or two right since then, but five six seven is I think,
1: sort of where it lives on my list, sure, yeah, I think Belgium is a weird one for me because I mentioned before, like it ended up being right middle of the pack. It was kind of what I sorted everything around, yeah. But I wonder if I listened to it again. And like, listen mm. to my top 10, whether it would end up in there. Because I feel like that's when we're more listening. Yeah. Since I put this list together, I tend to like it more yeah. than I used to. So, it, it I don't takes,
0: know. I don't know, it's one of those that, for whatever reason takes right. some extra listening to really get into it. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I like it. Sure,
1: sure. Uh, so that brings us then to number six, uh, or mine is Serbia, which. For the life of me, I can't remember exactly what that was at the moment. Uh, is it In Too Deep? It's In Too Deep, that's right. Because uh, In Too Deep, you'll remember, is probably going to be the winner of our Celine Dion Award. Right. I've always liked Celine Dion. You do, yeah. And I like people that like to, to try to <laughs> sing like Celine Dion. So I think that's really... Uh, so.
0: it's, it's true, you mm-hmm. have a very long, long-lasting enjoyment of Celine Dion. It's true. It's very deep, so yes. it might be... In too deep. I might be. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Serbia did not end up in my list. Right. Um, I just don't like Selena as much. All right. I think that's I think that's fair. true. <laughs> yeah. No, mine in that spot was Georgia, mm-hmm. Keep the Faith, okay. which actually is somewhat similar because it is a, another yeah. lady singing dramatically about something.
1: Right. Um, Interestingly... Georgia was not, was not in universe, my top so. 10. It's in my top 20, but not in my top 10.
0: We have we have different tastes in ladies singing dramatically, right. apparently. Exactly. <laughs> I guess
1: we like different Celine Dion songs, maybe? That's, I don't know.
0: Actually, that might be, yeah. That might explain it.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, now my number five uh, was Albania. Albania, um, you remember, is World? Mm-hmm. Right. Which, uh, I'm wondering how much there I'm being influenced by kind of the aesthetic. It's
0: very cool.
1: Right. Which, I also wonder how much I'm being influenced by your opinion of the aesthetic. Well, maybe. Yeah. Because I know <laughs> you would especially love it. Oh, and, yeah. And do. I do. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was kind of a cool song, too. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a nice sound to it. So, it, it ended up number five.
0: Five for me is uh, Belarus. hmm Which uh, is Navi Band. Yes. Historia Maho Zaikia. Zitia. Zitia. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Navi Band. We've just been calling it Navi Band.
1: I love Navi Band.
0: Yeah. Um, that's another fun one. Mm hmm. I was surprised to see that one rise above Yodelit for me. I actually thought Yodelit would, would beat them out, but yeah. they're just, their enthusiasm. Mm hmm. Like they're, they're, I love when like we've said it before. I love when people are having a great time, right, with Eurovision, and they are just having a great time, and it's just a happy, upbeat song. No idea what they're saying. Nope, can't really sing along. Nope, try anyway. Yep. <laughs> like, I just, I really, I really, and they ended up on your on your list too. I oh think. yes,
1: they're they're even higher so, than mine.
0: Yeah, so yeah. we can talk more about them when when we get there. But
1: yeah, yeah. No, I think it's kind of funny that theirs ended up on our top ten list, despite the fact that you know we're American. Right. So, we have no clue what they're singing.
0: No idea. And, no. and
1: you know, there is no shortage of songs in English. Mm-hmm. I think when I went through and counted, there are like five songs this year that aren't in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, th- there was the opportunity for us to put in songs we mm-hmm. actually understand the words to. Yeah. But this one was so fun. Oh, that, yeah. They yeah. made both of our lists. So I'll I'll tell you later where my, where it was on mine. Um, next up, then, would be number four, which for me was The Netherlands. You remember his light mm-hmm. and shadow? I do
0: remember because they are on my list higher up as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was the one where it was the group of the, the trio of ladies. They're sisters, right? actually. Oh, are
0: they sisters? They are sisters, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you find out how to pronounce the name of their group? No, I didn't. Is it OG3NE or Gene?
0: I didn't, I didn't find out. I do know okay. that they um, they represented the Netherlands uh, with Junior Eurovision really? a while ago. And then they also won The Voice. I I think Netherland's probably the voice in 2014. Huh. So, they've been around.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah,
0: I know. I know. And I think their dad helped write the song. I think they and their dad wrote the song, maybe? It's like a whole family thing. It's really interesting. But I did not actually come across – I was just reading. I wasn't, like, watching or listening to anything about them. Right. So, I'm going to keep going with OG3NE. Sure. Because I just don't know that I can bring myself to call them og
1: (laughs) Right. I'm not going to blame you. <laughs> All right. So what's your number four?
0: Oh, well, we have big disagreement about this one. We do. <laughs> my number four is Sweden. Mm-hmm. I can't go on. Yes. Which I just want to say that public opinion seems to be on my side. I know. Because they're pretty high up in the polls. Um, yes.
1: We'll talk about that. But you know,
0: I just, I can't, I can't not put them up. It's a great song. And I I think it's a great song. And I just, their whole shtick of models on the treadmill, I just can't. It's all, it's all great. All together, it's all great. Play, like, he's playing it straight and they're not, and just, it's a singable song. A- <laughs> I know, you don't like it. We were listening no. to it and it came up, and you're now, like, I just don't like this song. <laughs> now, to be
1: fair, it did end up in my top 20. Well, oh, yeah, okay. It's in the top half. Not very far up in the top half, <laughs> but it was there, I guess. Anyway, (laughs) so now we're to the top three. Yeah. Okay. So my third place was Croatia. Remember, it's my friend. Right. It's the guy who's doing a duet with himself, (laughs) right? So he has his pop star voice duetting with his opera voice. Yeah. Which I think that one ended up this high for me just because I was so impressed with his ability to flip back and forth between the two.
0: It is very impressive. Right. Um, We were talking about this today, though for mm-hmm. why it didn't end up on my top 10. Right. And it's it's entirely because of the quote at the beginning? Yes. Because I think I I think the way I phrased it. There phrase are two
1: it, ways ugh. of.
0: geez, like like I don't mind the quote. We have the quote framed in our house. Like we got it as a wedding It's downstairs. We got it as oh, a really? wedding present. Yeah. Your cousin wow. gave it to us. Wow. I
1: have not paid that much attention to that no. frame apparently. No,
0: you haven't, but we have it. It's downstairs. Okay. Um and so like I like it's a good quote it's Albert Einstein, it's a good quote. Yeah. But just Something about, like, the way the song starts and the way he says it, it's like, it's like he's singing it at a senior cabaret for senior year in high school, and it just makes me roll my eyes so hard I almost break something. Um, and I just can't get past that for the rest of the song. Because I know he's gonna do it all, every time. So every time I listen right. to it, I have to get through, like, the schmaltzy. like, it's just, it's too much. Sure. Which you, it's hard to say for Eurovision. I mean, this is Eurovision. Like, what's too... Right. Apparently, this is my line. Right. This is too much for me. Your
1: your line is a schmaltzy quote at the beginning.
0: That's too much Eurovision. (laughs) All right. That's fine. So I really... I am also very impressed with the song. Yeah. It does make me laugh. But Um, it does
1: not make your top ten.
0: But it does not make my top (laughs) ten.
1: Okay. So what's your number three?
0: My number three... I'm looking at the list I sent you six days ago, Mm -hmm. and it's already changed. Right. But the list I sent you, I guess I'll just go with sure. what it is. Number three is Bulgaria. Beautiful right. mess. Right.
1: So would you move it up or down? There? I
0: would move it up one. Really? Yeah, I would move it up one. That is one that in the last week has really, really grown on me a sure. lot. Part of that, um, if we're talking about aesthetic, mm-hmm. did you see the new video that he has up? Yes. Because that's the one where um, it was just his album cover. Right. So that...
1: It was very boring. It
0: was super boring. Yeah, we right. complained
1: about it on on our podcast.
0: But since then, they have taken our advice, they have made a new video. Right. And it's 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 tailor made for me, basically. Oh, right? Think okay. about it. Like he's mm-hmm. got floppy hair, and he's kind of a wan looking young man, and sure. there's wind and dramatic shadow, and it's It's just very much something that resonates with me. So I watched the video and was like, whoa, this is awesome. There's a horse and a lantern and it's like it's great. Um and then I then I started paying more attention to the song, listening to it, and I do really like the song. Sure. I just I really I can sing along with it. Um his voice is very good. It's Mm -hmm. a well written song as well. So it definitely um I mean I had it at 3 already so it was already pretty right. high. But it I think it has popped up to number 2 for me hmm, honestly. Interesting.
1: Right, yeah. So and this was one where I I kind of wonder if I listened to this and did my list again today whether Bulgaria would. would move up onto it, because when I did the list before, it was really close. I think it was like number 12 or sure. something like that. So it was almost in my top 10. Mm-hmm. So I really do kind of wonder whether it would manage to say, you know, bump Israel off, because I wouldn't be surprised given that I can't, I couldn't even remember Israel's, <laughs> right. the name of Israel's <laughs> right. song. So yeah, I, I wonder if that's one that's going to con- continue to grow on us.
0: Yeah, I think it got a rough start because they didn't have just, and that was just a function of timing, like when we decided to watch the videos. exactly, exactly. They didn't have the preview video up.
1: Right, right, so it didn't feel as impressive at the time, yeah. Yeah, now we're to number two. Yes. My number two was Belarus, Band. Yes. Right, so that means I ranked them a little bit higher than you did. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but definitely agree. We love the song. I don't, song. I don't
0: blame you on, on putting them number two. Right. That seems fair to me. Oh, yeah. Um, my number two was Netherlands. Right. So I ranked mine again higher than you. Right. Although they probably would hop down to number three. Right. Um, switch the neighborhood. been Bulgaria. the same neighborhood. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think those three, four, mm-hmm. I think were agreed are kind of. Right.
1: Right. And then that brings us to number one. Number one. Oh, uh, which for me, I'm guessing you'll probably disagree with this. Is Italy Occidentalis Karma?
0: Yeah, I'm not disagreeing at all. That was my number one as well. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're
1: saying what's on the screen in front of me is not, in fact, a lie. Right,
0: not a lie. That didn't change. That did not change. That is still my number one. Um right. And I am surprised. Right. Because it is kind of unusual for us to have the same number one. Yes, it is. And for our number one to be the same as the world's number one according to all rankings that we can find. Yeah. Um, but it's just that good.
1: Right. And, and the amazing thing to me also is that say when we're riding in the car without the help of the video, watching the person in the gorilla suit dancing, it's still a really good song. It's still
0: a really good song. Yeah.
1: Even though I don't know Italian.
0: Yeah. We are, uh, I am, I know, we talked about this, um, either last time or the time before. Mm-hmm. I am particularly, particularly susceptible to whimsy yes. in the videos. Mm-hmm. So it is entirely possible that the gorilla suit would have blown me away and the song wouldn't be that good. Right. But I forget. Moldova. Right, Moldova. It gets me every time. I yeah. forget that there's a gorilla suit in it. That's right. how good it is. Right. That, like, when I'm listening to it, I'm just, I'm just singing along as much as I can and enjoying mm-hmm. the musicality of the song and not even remembering that there's a gorilla suit in it. Right. Um... And it is. It's just a well-put-together song. hmm And they've got the little dance right. that you can do. Like, it's just, yeah. It's up there for a reason. Right. Sometimes you wonder, but this one, I, I think it's at least for us. Like, it's, it's right. clearly up there for a reason.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now that we have, like, kind of each announced our top tens, uh, we went through and, and I assigned points... Well, as you, you would. You went through. Yeah. Well, okay. I did that because I'm the person <laughs> that would do this. Right. Um, and assign points just as if, say, you know, we were each mm-hmm. a Eurovision country. Right. There are small countries in Europe. You yeah. still get to vote. Absolutely. I, I have almost as many people voting. In myself, as San Marino does. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I might as well be able to assign points. It's our podcast.
0: We can do what we want. Right.
1: Anyway, uh, so we assign points just like they do in Eurovision. For those that aren't familiar, mm-hmm. uh, the way that this works is that each country... Uh, well, okay, not it didn't quite do like they do in Eurovision, because each country gets two sets of points, one right. for their jury, the other for the public. But that would be right. silly. Right. So... <laughs> right. We would just end up doubling each of our points, and that's stupid. Right, so... And the way this works, right? So the top 10, right? All of the top 10 get some kind of points, uh, in each of those categories for each country, right? So the one that you rank first gets 12 points, second gets 10 points, third gets eight points, fourth gets seven points, and then it's down by one for each place. Mm-hmm. Right? So seven, six, five, four, three, two, one being in 10th place. So I went through for our, each of our top 10 based on what we have just said, gave the points, added them up to see our combined top 10. Right. So, coming in in 10th, mm-hmm. right, it, well, there's actually a tie, so I guess it would be technically for 9th place, <laughs> between Serbia and Georgia. Right. Then, uh, just above that would be Albania and Finland. hmm Interestingly, uh, Albania was just because I ranked her very high. Yes. Finland, neither of us ranked very high, but we both ranked in the top 10. So, that was enough to get them to tie there for 7th place. 6th uh, place was Sweden. Mm-hmm. Which you carried, you carried there all by yourself. Uh, then Bulgaria, Bulgaria yeah. was in fifth place. Uh, fourth place was Croatia, which I got there by myself. <laughs> and then finally, we have the top three: mm-hmm. third place, Belarus; mm-hmm. second, Netherlands; and in first place, no surprise, Italy. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's a notable gap between, say, the top three and then the fourth place. Yeah. Right. So. A big, big jump in points there. Probably because Belarus, Netherlands, and Italy all made fairly high up in both of our
0: rankings. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. Now, I wonder, now, how do we think that compares with, say, the rest of the world? Uh, So, tell me about the bookies.
0: That's a good question. Um, As I mentioned, Italy, still top in the booking odds. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This one's saying one-to-one. I don't understand how to read booking odds again. Right.
1: Yeah, um, so there there are a couple ways that they can do that. I'm guessing this is using, I think they call it European odds.
0: Well, that would make sense.
1: Right, right. Anyway, so one-to-one means that uh, you're basically making even money if you win that bet. Oh, sure, okay. So if you bet a dollar and you win, you get your dollar back plus an extra dollar. Sure. Right. So say Bulgaria's odds, which are? What are they? Seven to one? Right. So if I bet a dollar, I'd get my dollar back plus seven. Oh, okay. Right. I think the American way of um, announcing that would be eight to one. Right, so you announce so rather than telling you all oh, you get your dollar back plus whatever it says here, you would announce the total you get back.
0: Right. Okay.
1: It doesn't really make much difference. Because
0: Italy's right. still on the top.
1: Yeah, Italy's still at the top, Bulgaria's second.
0: Bulgaria so second.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Sweden third. Just okay. want to say. Yeah. Sweden third. I know. Uh, and then Portugal. Right. Which I think we remain confused about Portugal. Right. Not,
1: uh, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. But, but it, I would not put it in the top four. It seems a
0: lot more popular right. with Europe than it is with us, which right. usually when that happens, it's like Latvia. Right. Which is like way off base right. for us. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. It's something where there's this really strange style, something that feels wrong in some sense to our ears (laughs) but that's not true with portugal it's a perfectly pleasant pleasant. song it's just boring
0: yeah so they're they're at number four and then number five is belgium
1: right okay
0: australia number six which i only mention because this is the first time since they have appeared that Mm -hmm. they have not been in the top five right um this is their what third appearance Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, last year, of course, Dami hitting good. up the top three. Right. And even the year before with Guy, what's his name? Right. Um, he was in the top. He did recently. He was well. in the yeah. top five. Mm-hmm. He was, was he in the top three even?
1: Three or four? He remember. might have gotten fourth, actually. Maybe.
0: He might have gotten fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, he was up there. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that Australia is at, at sixth place, which, which is not shameful. Oh no. For a country that, that just, just came true. in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They consistently are doing a really good job. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And another ranking that is available to us is from the OGAE, which I'm going to... Try my French out here. (laughs) Uh, It's Organisation Générale des Amateurs de l'Eurovision. Sure. Something like that. That sounded
0: nasally and run together enough to be French.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I don't actually speak French. I just pronounce it. (laughs) uh, And not necessarily well. Uh, But OGA International, it's really just kind of a collection of various countries' fan clubs for Eurovision, uh, is the idea. And every year they do a poll to try to figure out who their fans think the winner is going to be, it tends to be reasonably accurate, at least in terms of, you know, figuring out who's going to do well, who's not, which is not surprising because these are fans in Europe that are going to be calling in to vote. Right, get to vote, yeah. So, so, you know, if they're at all representative of the people that watch the show then it's going to be relatively close Uh, so they do have their um polls going on right now at this point 27 of the countries have voted that means there are 17 that have not yet voted Uh, but based on what we have uh they're suggesting that italy is going to by a fairly wide margin end up in first place uh second place going to belgium and third to
0: Sweden.
1: Right. I would note both of these countries appeared in my wife's list, not in my list Yeah. the top ten. Um, yep. And those two are real, real close—like a point difference between them at this point. Yeah. Uh, coming in fourth was France, then Estonia, appearing on neither of our lists. Right. Uh, then Bulgaria, again your yeah. list, not mine. Israel, number seven, Yours, mine. Not mine. Uh, then Macedonia. Neither of us. No, I don't even remember what that song was. Portugal coming in ninth right. in the OGAE list. And then Finland being Blackbird right. uh, coming in 10th. Right, So we're seeing a, a little bit of consistency mm-hmm. here. At least with your list and these others. And
0: I think what I think it's interesting looking at this versus the betting. Right. Because obviously Italy first right. is correct. And then Sweden third is right. the same. But then in, in number two, mm-hmm. the bookies say Bulgaria, but O G A E says Belgium. Right. Which I think is really interesting. Right. Yeah. Um that's just an interesting switch there. hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it is it's fun to me to see like you know the differences between these, yeah. and kind of where the similarities are as well. So we're looking at probably Italy coming through a winter.
0: probably. Yeah, we can you, never which tell. Which of
1: course make us happy.
0: You can yeah. never tell.
1: Oh yeah, because you never know. Like the, the day of. Yeah. Maybe he'll flub something. Right. right. Maybe I don't know. He'll be climbing up a wall and fall. <laughs> as has almost happened. Yeah. And did happen in a dress rehearsal mm-hmm. once last year. Right. So you know, he can you have never a know. Hold, you you know. never know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You could have a song with a really strong preview video where when they sing it in person, they're out of oh. tune. Yeah, that happened last year, so, too. I was so, so sad about that song. <laughs> a cool, cool song. But boy, he needed to be in a studio instead of on stage. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so you never know what might happen. Yeah. But right now, Italy's looking fairly strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that, as you know, I like to do, I like to do my statistical analyses you do. to see how things are going. Uh, you may remember... Uh, if you were listening to us last year, uh, that I went through and looked at the finals and kind of statistically broke down, mm-hmm. right? How big of a difference various things make in whether you win or not. And now this list was based partially on kind of, I don't know, urban myths or something like that. The rumors that are floating around. Right. Things like, oh, accepted wearing... Accepted legends, right. you know. Accepted legends, that's it. So things like wearing white right. helps. Or nobody votes for islands. Right. Uh, you know, these types of things. Or you really want to make sure you go early, or you want to really want to make sure you go late, and so on. Right. Uh, and then I also threw in other things based on uh, the great song, based on true research, I assume, uh, Love, Love, Peace, Peace. Right. Right. So, like, is love in your lyrics? <laughs> is peace in your lyrics? You may remember there was only one song that had both love and peace in the lyrics last year.
0: That's true. It was Jamala.
1: 1944. Who won? Yes. The only song to include both love and peace. Now, peace was, like, hidden in there in... Like the bridge or something. Right. But love and peace were both there in the lyrics. Uh, Anyway, uh, so I could go through then and kind of statistically break down, right, what difference do these things make? Well, then what I did this year, because uh, we already know a lot of the elements that are going to go in for the semis, I took my results from last year... Read them into this, you're trying to make some kind of prediction. Mm-hmm. Um So at this point, we can make predictions based on, say, what type of group we're dealing with. Is it a male soloist, mm-hmm. a female soloist, or a band? Mm-hmm. Turns out, statistically, it is very true that soloists are preferred to bands and duets by a lot. Uh, also, male soloists are preferred to female soloists, though by less. Uh, right. So we can plug that in now. That's information we have. Uh, I can also look up your lyrics and yes. see, do you have love, do you have peace? It turns out this year, nobody yeah. has peace in their I'm lyrics. I'm
0: seeing a lot of love and no peace. Yeah,
1: literally nobody has peace in their lyrics this year, yeah. uh, which is okay because I couldn't actually get good statistics from the last year because <laughs> only one song had it. Um, so do you have love in your lyrics? It turns out having love in your lyrics is worth about 100 points. Which is amazing that it's that big of a difference. That is a big Uh, difference. We also know that the order they're going to appear in, Mm -hmm. in the semis, now at least... Yes,
0: that's been announced already, so...
1: Right, at least in the finals last year, later was marginally better, right? So, basically, each place you go later adds about five points to your score. Hmm. Um being an island is something we can tell. Right. Now, here I defined island kind of weirdly in that it doesn't necessarily mean you're a geographic island, uh, but it also includes if you don't have any bordering countries that would vote in Eurovision. Mm, sure. So, for example, Israel is an island. Sure. Even though it obviously has countries that border it. Um, but also the obvious cases of things like Cyprus, right? Or are right. uh, Australia technically a continent, but also an island? San Marino. Right.
0: Uh, Oh, no, no, that's right. They're not an island
1: island, because Italy.
0: That's right. They're not an island.
1: Right. Uh, So I identified the islands. It ends up, uh, I thought being an island hurt. Yeah. turns out it helps slightly. Really? Yeah. To the tune of about 35 points. Huh. Uh, So it's not a huge thing. Uh, Also, having the song be in English was something we could determine. Unfortunately, I couldn't use what we had last year statistically because in the finals, there was only one song not in English. Uh, That was Austria, you may remember. I do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so using what I could use, here's what I found. Uh, The first semifinal, we know who's going to be in it, and based on the statistics we have, it looks like the one that is going to perform best is probably going to be Australia. So,
0: Looking at everyone else in that final, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Belgium is in there, which surprises me that Australia did better than Belgium. Mm-hmm. But that's that's in a
1: contested spot. So right, exactly. Uh, Portugal is also looking to yeah. do quite well, uh, along with Iceland, which was interesting to me. Yeah, and Montenegro.
0: Montenegro man is
1: looking pretty good. Latvia is looking pretty good. Uh, Armenia is looking pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, Sweden's not too bad. Uh, looking to be in a very bad spot. In fact, predicting negative points at this point, which is, of course, not possible. But right. running the statistics, sometimes these things happen. Moldova is not looking Moldova. good at yeah. all. Um, they, don't, they basically have nothing going for them to add points. Uh, so, there Sorry, you go. Sorry, Moldova. Right. Uh, the second semifinal, it's looking like mm-hmm. our strongest performance is probably going to be coming from Ireland. Uh, and then, after that, Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. right, So I think it's funny to see where kind of we're getting overlap here. yeah,, uh, also doing reasonably well. We would expect Israel and Lithuania, which I don't remember what their song is for the life no. of me. Lithuania, yeah, looking pretty bad, We have Romania, the Netherlands, Norway, and Belarus, which that one makes me sad,
0: huh, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Right. Mixed down there at the bottom.
1: Yeah. But you think of Belarus, like, they have lots going against them in terms of how the statistics work. Right. So, one, there are a uh, duet. Right. Right. So, the solos points they don't get. Uh, they don't have love, interestingly. Mm. Like, you you look through the translation, yeah. there's no love, there's no peace. So, they don't have that going, coming in. They're clearly not an island, right? They're surrounded right. by, like, other, right, former Soviet countries. Um, and the, the only thing they really have going for them is that they come relatively late, right, in the right. semifinals, right? So now a big caveat on this, uh, for those that know statistics, my R squared is about 0.3 on this. What? Yeah, so it's not very strong. No, I don't know what that means. Right, right. so what what the R squared measures is basically how much the stuff that I'm looking at can explain for the differences we see, Right. Right, so if we had say 0.99, that means 99% of the points that we're looking at are determined by the stuff. That
0: oh, I'm so you at. can determine right.
1: 30%. Right, right. So basically, like 30% of the differences in points comes from the fact that you either have a male soloist, a female soloist, you have love in your lyrics, what order you're in, whether you're an island. Uh,
0: That's not a big percent,
1: right? Which means 70% is determined by other stuff. Which you would hope that in a song contest.
0: Would be like a, Singing
1: well would right, actually yeah. count for a significant percentage. Uh, if anything, I'm proud. That, <laughs> that you have 30%. Ex- <laughs> that you can explain 30% just based on who do you have on that stage. Do you have love in your lyrics somewhere? And when did you perform? Uh well, there, oh, and, and are you an island? There
0: are also things we, we can't mm-hmm. know yet, though, that right. we know affected. Yes. Wearing white. Right. Which, which we mentioned as an urban yes. legend. Right. But actually...
1: Right. Last year, it didn't make a huge difference, uh, but it's still something but you, it could, has, right, like, you could throw it in, in check. Yeah. check. Um, and also, um, Instruments on Stage right. was something we got from Love, Love, Peace, Peace. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it ends up last year having instruments on stage actually hurt you. Um, it w- wasn't by a lot, but you're actually better off not having instruments on stage. But that's something that we could account for when we watch. Right. Uh, but right now, we don't know for sure what the stage show is going to look like. Uh, so we couldn't account for instruments or right. whether they were wearing white. Uh, when I threw those two in last year, you know, just kind of looking at all of this stuff that we have, uh, I could get the R squared up to about 40%, which which really is kind of shocking. Yeah. That, like, how well you sing and all of the politics of what's going on right now only seems to account for 60% of the variation. The other 40% is from dumb things. like. <laughs> Like, is it a soloist and when did you perform? <laughs> and do you happen to have any neighbors that are voting? Um, yeah. Right. Which, which I thought was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway. So, you know, big caveats involved here. Uh, but nonetheless, I think it's kind of fun, right, to go through and see, like, what is this predicting will perform well? What are polls predicting? What are we? Well, okay, not really predicting, but. Uh, what are the people predicting? Like? What, <laughs> do we, what do we like? How yeah. much does that match up with maybe what other people yeah. like? Uh, so, but it was kind of fun. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. 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 And actually, I will probably be providing an update with this later on uh, to see like how well did my overall statistical model do? Like, did it actually line up at all? Right. With the results that we saw Because one of the really dangerous things is predicting outside of the data that you use to mm. right do the statistics, right? So, you know, if you just as a stupid example, if I'm trying to find out people's average height and I measure a bunch of twelve-year-olds, right, and then I and then I try to claim something about a thirty-year-old, well, that, that, that's stupid. Right? It's it's not going to work. Right. Similarly, if I u- draw these statistics from 2016 right. and try to just blindly apply them to 2017, the world might have changed, right? Uh, so. Yeah because it's all drawn from one year, there's no way to be confident that this could possibly still work. Uh, so I'm really excited that I've started doing this now <laughs> because next year I'll have two years that I can draw from. And then I won't really have to worry as much of, Oh, maybe something weird was happening in 2016 or whatever. Um, Cause we'll have a couple years to be able to balance that out. So if you can't tell this is the kind of thing I get really excited right. about and you don't.
0: Right. That segment was for all our number nerds out there. <laughs> that's all you guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Anyway, right. So uh, that's our update. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was going to say so everything's looking good for Italy, except my statistics can't back that up because they're not in the semifinals. Well, so I didn't predict that yet.
0: Right, because they they automatically get through as a top as a big five. Right. So right, exactly. Um. Yeah, so so we don't have to worry about the semi-finals. Yeah. Right. right.
1: So at this point, we're probably going to, like, you know, take a break ourselves. Um, probably till the semis, I would guess. Probably. Unless, you know, we really get in the mood to talk right. about Eurovision to y'all.
0: I still have, I still have a hope. I really want to get, I really want to get, like, a quick episode of our kids reacting. <laughs> things Because mm-hmm. I was watching some, some episodes, some episodes, some videos the other day. Mm-hmm. And her kids, two boys, five and three. And they came over and they were watching. And um, I I showed them Italy. Right. I showed them Italy and they were fairly impressed and had some really interesting, like, comments on that. I sent them to you. What did they say?
1: Uh, I think you said uh, the one said that... He didn't like monkeys, oh, yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. okay because he was dancing.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, the oldest the oldest says, "I hate monkeys. I hate when they steal all our bananas." And then oh, just that's like right. a second later, he was watching the he goes, "I hate monkeys, but I like that monkeys dancing." Okay. <laughs> so, the monkey was a big winner for the 5-year-old right. with Italy. Uh, and then I showed them Lithuania. It just—it's sure. the next one that came up, and I was right. going to switch it. Oh,
1: right. that's right. This is like Reign of Revolution. Reign of Revolution. Something like
0: that. Yeah. Uh, all red. She's doing like the Lady Gaga look. It's right. It's very strange. And I was like, oh boys, I'll get you another one. This one's a weird one. And the oldest goes, no, I like weird ones. So we watched Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had this big discussion about. Her stage show, mm-hmm. they were talking about, is she doing magic? This is water magic. Oh, no. Now she's got a lava whirlpool mm-hmm. coming. Oh, lava's very dangerous. We heard very t- several times it was repeated that lava is very dangerous. Right. Um, <laughs> like, this, you know, they had this big, big discussion about it. And it just made me think, like, watching them react to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really curious if we just sat them down with a microphone, like, what would they say about these things? Because right. we have, we are coming at it. I mean, we are we are grownups. First of all, right. you know, we are in our more mid thirties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have been engaging with Eurovision for a couple of years. Right. You know, so we're we're sort of past the, the What? <laughs> the, like, what? This is the weirdest thing we've ever seen. Because it's not right. To be honest, these videos are not the weirdest Eurovision no. videos we've ever seen. No. Even. But they're five and three, and they sort of bring a, a special sort of wonder to things. So right. if I can make it work, I want to get a mini episode of them just like reaction shots of them watching Eurovision. Mm-hmm. No promises because they don't sit down for
1: like right. ever. It might be a very, very mini episode is what you're saying. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Right. Trying to get them to actually like talk into the microphone without like screaming into it or making up stories about something. You know, I'm <laughs> if I can hide the microphone. <laughs> But other than that, um yeah. or like unless something big happens. Right. You know, like Russia comes back or something, uh, probably <sighs> I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking of something big. Right. But probably we will be kind of taking a break for about three weeks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I'm guessing probably what we'll do, we'll just do little reactions to the semis. Yeah. Kind of thing that we can throw together and throw up fairly quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then naturally you know a bigger episode oh, yeah. around the final at least one right
0: at least one there's also a yeah. pretty good chance we'll do like a like an initial reaction
1: mm-hmm.
0: right after the final and then give ourselves time to like simmer down and think about things and then come back and do it again although i'm really i i'm i'm anticipating that this year's final is not going to be as nail-biting right as last year's yeah Um, I literally could not sit down during the final. This is true. Last year. Like I, I was so like tightly wound because of the whole Russia, Ukraine thing and the new, like way they announced it made it so tense. Like. Which
1: is great. It
0: is great, but it just like ratcheted up my anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, uh, like I was beside myself. I had to walk into another room and pace like because I was so worked up and I don't foresee that happening this year. No. Um, First of all, I don't think it'll be that close. Right. Just just judging from what we're looking at, yeah. I don't think like it'll be
1: Like, all the polls and the odds yeah. have been fairly consistent and are giving Italy a fairly broad right. lead.
0: Right. And plus, like, it's Italy, you know? like right. Italy is not embroiled in an international situation that could cause not scandal really. death in prison everywhere, you know? Right. Uh, so it's, you know, I would love to see Italy host, but if they don't win, it's okay. It's not, like, going right. to cause a thing, so. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the final, not still being exciting, but not being quite as. Right. Quite as intense. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Should we wrap it up?
0: Sure. Sure. I think that's it for now.
1: Sounds good.
0: Um, Ameri Eurovision cast is a member of the Retrograde Orbit Radio family. You can find us, the Super Sentai Brothers, the Mount Olympus podcast, and the Ration Project archives at retrogradeorbitradio.com. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher so other people can find it and so that we know you have found it. You can reach us on Twitter at Meg and Lucas or on Facebook, where we are a Mera Eurovision cast. If you've put together a top 10 list or if you want to comment on our terrible choices or awesome choices, drop us a line. We would love to see your uh, reviews of the videos as well. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Meg.
1: And I'm Lucas. And in the words of Francesco Cabani... The Naked Ape is rising. <laughs>